It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, with us this morning from Advanced Financial Strategies is uh, Briley and Brian Baca. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show this morning. It's always great to have you on. Glad to be here. Yeah, Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having us. We were talking about financial responsibility before we – did you hear I heard you talk about this oh, one, yeah. and that's that's one of the big issues we do talk to clients about, and sometimes it's hard to hard to think about. But, I, I mean, I still struggle with it myself, you know, as we age. We don't, we're not either does. disciplined or non-disciplined. I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes there's some gray area there. I might be a little bit non-disciplined with my uh, food, with the holidays. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so Same all kinds of things to be disciplined or undisciplined about. Oh, but money is one This time yeah. of the year. And, and, that's my and problem. Christmas candy. That's right. Good for your diabetes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if you have sugar issues, it's a tough time, right? It is. You're right. Uh, right. They tell me to balance it out with a lot of meat. You know, you take in some dessert, go get your, that nice portion of protein. Man, I can and do balance that. it all. You still gain the weight, but you're at least not in trouble. You know, one thing about discipline, Harold, and this is this time of year, uh, people need to watch their credit card spending. I know across the United States, they talk about it on yep. TV a lot, that this is one of the highest times for people to get in trouble financially with their credit cards. And right now, uh, with what we've been through in the past couple of years, with inflation as high as it's been, a lot of people have used up their savings, and they've started you know, relying on their credit cards to – to uh, soften the blow a little bit, and it's it's just uh, you know putting them deeper and deeper in a hole. So when you talk about discipline, that's a very viable topic to talk about. You know, one thing that I thought was kind of funny growing up, and I never put this together before I uh, got into this business, but my grandfather, and he's, he's passed away a couple years ago, but he used to always joke about this time of year, Christmas would come, and he said, well, man, Christmas is here again. I just got Christmas paid for last year. <laughs> and he was always joking. Right. But we do see that from time to time where people are paying on Christmas for two, three, four months afterwards. And so that's something that kind of goes, uh, works hand in hand with staying out those credit card problems. So Dave Ramsey recommends no credit cards. Where oh, do you absolutely. Guys come down on that. I've got one credit card, and that's it. And uh, I try to, you know, believe it or not, try to pay cash with, for stuff. And uh, you know that does help because it's a mindset. When you have, you know, twenty dollar bills, you're spending on whatever you're spending money on. Then uh, it's it's a little more painful than than using plastic or a debit card. As long as you pay it off. After when it's due at thirty days, yes, then you, yeah. you'll never find yourself in trouble. That's exactly that's right. My, that, that's, and it's a good way to stay organized. That's the only reason why. I, yeah. If you use the card and pay it every thirty days, no yeah. problem. I, I I use mine for uh, very specific situations, and that's the only thing I use it for. I use it for gas, uh, for for you know for traveling, of course. But uh, that's about it. Otherwise, I don't really use them for uh, anything. Well, you, you have know, to have a credit card because sometimes you're in hotels or airlines and stuff like that. They don't they don't take cash. Well, so. and debit cards don't always work. Dave Ramsey recommends getting a debit card, but there are issues with that. Some yeah. places don't take debit cards. Yeah, um, and like I've got a debit card, but uh, the the one thing that kind of scares me about a debit card, and you know, I use it too from time to time, but it's directly linked to your bank account. So, and I've had issues uh, where it's been hacked, and they are instantly getting into my bank account. And so, I like having the the credit card as almost a buffer um, because you know, if that gets hacked. I can you know report that, and at least they're not getting into my bank account instantly. Well, if you have a problem, a charge that was not yours, I, can uh, I had an it. issue you know recently with Uber, and they were putting. Yeah. I think it wasn't even Uber doing the charge; it was some some fraud yeah. situation. And, I had to report it to uh, to my credit card. But it I use like you want to check with your bank. I noticed in one one of the banks for me, and and that happened to me when I went down to Medicine Park one time got hacked and I saw all these charges and everything but the make the bank notified me 
and immediately was able to to help me with that other than me getting another card. Now, I've had situations come up where people tell me that it took months for them to get it resolved. Yeah, and, and kind of to touch on the, the credit card thing, and I know one thing that you guys had talked about was uh, being charitable before Dad and I got yes. on here, and it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, one of the things that I – and I know, Dad, you were probably going to touch on this a little bit as well, but one of the things that uh, I like to – I like to do personally is I like to write down my goals for the year, uh, upcoming year. And so if I want to give to, I'm just picking this because this is a local uh, 501c3 company, maybe the Weatherford Food and Resource Center or something out here in Western Oklahoma, you know, write down, you know, I want to give to them or uh, write down, you know, I want to pay on my credit card debt this year a little bit more than I have. Um, and I, I found personally that if you write down goals, stuff that you want to achieve throughout the year, you're more likely to go and do those things. Um, and so, Dad, I don't know if you want to touch on that. Well, I actually, I've got that in the part of my notes here, but write down your goals. This, this is a great time of year to reevaluate. Are you better off now at this time of year than you were this time last year? And, you know, everybody in January, they do, they do what they call New Year's resolutions. And I, I, I challenge people a lot of times, and myself, to, to be more disciplined because if you, if you write down those resolutions, you're more, active, you're more likely to accomplish them. And I always ask people, okay, do you write down the same New Year's resolutions every single year? And then, you know, if you if you do, if you accomplish them, then, then raise the bar. You know, maybe try to, uh, you know, picking weight loss is always usually the number one deal. Maybe lose five pounds more than you did last year. Uh, maybe save $1,000 more than you did last year. You can always raise the bar. It doesn't, doesn't matter how uh, successful you are, how good you are at losing weight or whatever your, your goals and objectives are. You can always raise the bar a little bit. So if you have... Uh, you know, trouble. I mean, if you don't have trouble accomplishing those goals, then then raise the bar a little bit and challenge yourself a little bit more. Upcoming twenty twenty four, this is a great time of year to do it. I take up golf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you if you like golf, if, if you, you got if the you time and everything else, you want a challenge in life, go get a new sport. To well, play, and I'll know? tell you, you know, that playing golf goes hand in hand with a lot of times what we tell clients. You know, you've got to have your health. You've got to have your health to enjoy retirement. If you don't have your health. It doesn't matter matter how much how good a financial planning you've done if you can't enjoy it and you can't enjoy your golf game if you can't enjoy a nice walk on the golf course or if you can't enjoy navigating airports or, yep. or whatever your health situation is. But uh, you know, a lot of it goes hand in hand with with creating goals and trying to take better care of yourself. And that isn't always uh, financial stuff. A lot of times it is because that's what we deal with on a daily basis. But there's a lot of things that are is attached to that that uh, will will improve. improve uh, your life and add life to your years. We always talk about adding uh, years to your life, but uh, there's some things you can do to add life to your years too, and make it more enjoyable and more healthy. And Harold, I was going to ask you. This is something um, last time when we were on, we were talking to Todd. Um, but one thing I was going to ask you: you got to you have two things in retirement is what you have to have. And do you know what are the two most important things to have in retirement? And he just he just told you one of them was your health. Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Some kind of financial security, I would think. Yeah, your wealth. We say you got to have your health and your wealth. And just recently, we're, we've been dealing with some people that uh, one of their things that they really want to go do is take an Alaskan cruise. And one of the questions that we had asked them is, why haven't you done that? And a lot of times, and they're not alone in saying this, but a lot of times people will say, oh, well, I've got this to do and this to do and this to do before I uh, go and do that. And that's great. But odds are, if you're in your 50s and 60s, you're in your prime years as far as health goes you're not going to get any healthier most of the time and if you don't go and you know make a point to go and do those things then it gets harder and harder like dad said um, you start losing your health and so it's harder to go and do those things walk around the airport and travel long distances you know that's one of the things we talk walk about in walmart, how about walk that? in yeah, walmart walk in walmart that's right one of the things that uh, 
you know, we talk about you know your bucket list and things you want to do, and this is a great time to define that going into 2024. But one of the things I'd like to to uh, see and do, and I've never heard anybody talk about this in the office, is I'd like to see the Northern Lights someday. That would be pretty cool. I would like to do that as well. That's one of those things that people don't think of, and we try to get people to think about things in a different way and maybe, you know, put some ideas in your head. Harold Um, just a few minutes ago mentioned walking at Walmart. He started last week walking for about two and well, it takes six around. times around Walmart to get <laughs> yeah. a half hour in. There's a lot of people yeah. that so, do that. So I'm thinking what I do for entertainment. So I started wishing people a Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That. And, you know, you'd be surprised at <laughs> the, the looks look. you get. Some yeah. people ignore you. <laughs> so, some feel sorry other for people you. Are saying, you know, that some people get a smile on their face, and they say, well, happy Merry Christmas yeah. to you. Yeah, why are you talking to me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the employees of Walmart, those are the funny ones. Yeah. They grab yeah, their wallet. Yeah, they purse, they clutch it every no, time. Just, uh, okay. An employee at Walmart, I said, Merry Christmas. And I said, thanks for shopping at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and they look at me like, this one guy finally, this, most of them just kind of like, what? I work here. I got this blue jacket on. And what you meant was thanking for, thank you for spending your money in Weatherford. Yeah, it, really. And I said that to a couple of people that were out there. But anyway, right. that's off the, off the beaten path. What else do we need to do before the end of the year? A lot of things by the end of the year, Harold. One thing that's very important that people uh, sometimes forget is if they're of age, and, and this year it's uh, you know 73. If you're 73 by this time of year, it used to be 70 and a half. You have to take a required minimum distribution. Uh, and and they it's an acronym it it uh, you know RMD for short. If you hear people talk about their RMD, that's what they're talking about is required minimum distribution. And and uh, the the two words in there are required, which you had you, it means you don't have a choice. The IRS says if you've got money that you have that has not been taxed yet, IRA or four hundred one k assets, and you've not taken any money out of it, they want their tax dollars, you know, to start trickling in. So uh, and Bradley, and the way you can avoid that. Is one way, but that's giving, right? Absolutely, that's right. and that's and that's yeah. kind of what I'm, I'm I'm assuming what kind of what you were getting at. Go there. ahead. Um, there is something out there called a uh, qualified charitable distribution, and what that allows people to do is if you find a you know a 501c3, which is a nonprofit. Um, I think of a lot of like churches, most or all of your churches are 501c3s, um, or like I said earlier, like the Weatherford Food and Resource Weatherford Food and Resource Center. That's just one of the uh, those Way. entities that comes to mind here in Western Oklahoma, um, but. Southwestern, their foundation. Their foundation is a 501c3, I, would think so too. Yes. I believe. Um, so I know, I know Garrett King loves this distribution at the end of the year because yeah. it does affect their giving. Right, and that's the thing. Way. And, and a lot of people don't realize that you have this ability that you can take your required minimum distribution. Instead of basically taking ownership of those funds, you can tell the IRS or tell whoever or wherever your retirement assets are to go to that 501c3, you are accomplishing taking that required minimum distribution. That counts, but you do not have to pay the tax liability that those uh, funds would uh, you know, add to your income for the year. So that's a lot of people like that. Yeah, that's what's aggravating to most people is they don't want to take that out because they don't want the added tax burden, but the, and they don't need the money because they've exactly. got other sources of income. They don't really need the extra income. They don't want to pay tax on it. So Do they you can, have to pay taxes when you – do you take the – the taxes out for them if if they work through you or, depends. Or, or do they have a choice on that we can it just kind of depends on the individual we've got some people that want us to take taxes out for them we got some people that want to take care of it at the end of the year because maybe they've got uh, you know different companies that they're dealing with or that they have and or maybe they have a lot of deductions to offset that tax liability. yeah stuff like that so yeah we, it, it depends on the person everybody's, so everybody's you don't different. have to ha- you don't have to do that no as you a, don't as, as, as it's a not a requirement financial uh, person no but you're eventually IRA no it's not uh, we're not responsible for taking their taxes out if uh, I mean 
it's not mandatory. So you take the check, then you're still going to have to report that income. At the well, end it of has year. to go directly to the five hundred one c three corporation. It has uh, to go. I'm talking about the money you take. If you take some cash. Uh-huh. Out of that IRA, oh, you're yeah. going to have to report. You'll get a form, <laughs> oh, absolutely, and it'll show that you yeah. you received that five thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It'll come directly from the custodian. <clears throat> yeah, that's one thing, and I'll get on my soapbox here. Uh, the the IRA and the four hundred one k, in my opinion, was the smartest thing the government has created for them for them because it is something that generates perpetual tax dollars for the government and humans innately are immediate gratification type people. One thing growing up, my dad would always say, and I don't mind saying this, he would say, well, do you want immediate gratification or do you uh, want delayed gratification? And that would always just drive me nuts whenever he'd say that. <laughs> did you really do that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and now I say it all the time <laughs> with financial planning because it, it does really hit home with people with financial planning. And, and that's exactly what a, a traditional IRA or 401k is. You get a tax deduction for what you're putting into your IRA or your 401 K, and so you get an immediate gratification of a tax deduction, which most people don't know that they're getting. Um, and then, you know, you're paying tax on, we see it all the time, $500,000 million uh, as far as an asset goes. Later on down the road, you're not paying, a, a, you know, a million dollars in taxes. You're going to take that out $5,000 at a time, and you're going to pay the tax on five grand. But that, uh, what that does is that just creates a perpetual income stream for the government. Well, the way I try to explain that is the, the immediate gratification. People know they're getting that tax deduction, but they really don't notice it. That's that's the problem. But yep. I, I promise you, Harold, when you get into retirement and you start taking that required minimum distribution and pulling that income out that's when you notice it and absolutely. that's why you need to consider a Roth absolutely IRA, and that's something yep. you all have uh, it's your group that you have to offer yes and, and so that's, that's a great you point may, may want to consider need we're going to we're gonna take a quick break okay. we'll be back to continue our discussion with advanced financial strategies here right after these messages Oklahoma Ag Mediation is a program offered free of cost to agricultural producers Cheyenne Sparks tells us more about the program Oklahoma Ag Mediation program facilitates mediations across all 77 counties of Oklahoma anybody that is an agriculture whether you're a lender you're a producer you work contract you have fence line disputes family farm transitions if you are in agriculture in any kind of conflict we're here to help and it's just to make sure that the conversation keeps going for more information you can go to okmediation.com Hey, cattle producers, final video auction for 2023 for Superior Livestock coming up on Thursday, December 14th. 36,853 head will be offered on Dish Network Channel 997 and on SuperiorClickToBid.com. Go to Superior Livestock and check out the videos of all the cattle will be offered on Thursday the 14th. And for more information, call Superior at 800 422 2117. As we're getting into the holiday season, now is as good a time as any to remind you to shop local because shopping local is more convenient and helps create jobs all throughout our communities. This is Elk City Mayor Corey Speaker reminding everyone to shop local, inviting you to shop right here in Elk City. Keep it local this Christmas. Shop locally and support our communities. A reminder from your friends at Southwestern Oklahoma Development Authority and Canyon Oil Field Services. How long has it been since you've been serviced? If you have to think about it, it's been too long. If cobwebs are starting to build up, it's been too long. And we all know with Oklahoma weather, in just 24 hours, you can experience all four seasons, plus tornadoes, hurricanes, blizzards, and tsunamis. Okay, maybe that was a bit dramatic, but remember, before you turn on the heater, turn to the experts at Four Seasons Heating and Air, Western Oklahoma's only factory-authorized carrier dealer. 
Oklahoma license number 92419. If you're looking for specialized nursing care for a loved one, or if you're looking for an exceptional place to work, you will be pleased with Maple Lawn Manor's approach to care, compassion, and dedication. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy, as well as an open menu from their dietary department. Stop by and join us for a tour of our facility at 800 Arapaho Street in Hydro. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Maple Lawn Manor and Hydro, we celebrate life. Here's Weatherford's Fire Chief, Mike Carlin. You know, I'd much rather shop right here in Weatherford as to drive to the metro area and deal with traffic and an hour drive or anything like that. And so, you know, there's really not hardly anything you can't get right here. You're putting those tax dollars right back into our budgets to where we're able to continue to do the things that we do, you know, in the fire department. Every dollar that's spent right here locally comes back to help support that. Christmas time is absolutely my most favorite time of the year. Shop Weatherford for Christmas, just off I-40, Weatherford, Oklahoma. 727 here as we continue with the program. And Riley just about had a heart attack. There. <laughs> rang the bell. I think it was chair. time for school or something. Yeah, got some flashbacks there. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about what you do at the end of the year, uh, Brian. Well, re- required minimum distributions are always a great thing, but to continue that conversation, uh, there's something that uh, needs to be done by the end of the year. There's two ways of putting money into a Roth IRA. We start talking about the Roth IRA. One is contributions, and the contributions can be made up till April 15th or up to the filing date of the following year. You can backdate those contributions. But to do conversions, which means I, I call it turning forever taxable money into never taxable money, and that's that's done by Roth conversion, and that has to be done by the end of the year. And we have most of our clients that are doing that, we usually try to get it done by December 15th because as we get closer to Christmas, it's harder to get those things done. And a lot Is of that something uh, age affects that at all? No, no not really. Anybody, really, anybody, well, anybody can do a, a Roth conversion as long as you've got a IRA or a traditional 401 Well, it's better if you're younger, for sure, because yeah. you get more years of growth in the tax-free bucket, basically. Uh, older people, it doesn't benefit as much, but it depends on really – uh, you know how you want to pass on those dollars to your kids too, What's because it cost you to do that depends on what tax bracket you're in. So if you convert ten thousand dollars and let's say you made seventy thousand dollars this year and you convert ten thousand, then you're going to be taxed on eighty thousand. So yeah. it just it's just added to your taxable income, and you know there's some deductions and things involved in there too that a lot of people will have. But the the important thing on that, and people don't realize this, is you don't see. And you might, some people might, but a, a lot of times the growth you see in your retirement accounts is towards the end of your career because of compound interest. Uh, and that's one thing I think as Warren Buffett said, the eighth miracle of the, or eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. And one thing we were uh, talking about with a couple last week, uh, they had, uh, I can't remember, uh, 100,000, I'm just making up a number here, 100,000 in an IRA. And we were talking about doing Roth conversions. And so I just did a quick, you know, time value of money calculation of what that 100,000 would grow to um, in 20 years if it averaged 8%, and my numbers are off because my, my ending number is going to be off here, so just bear with me. But what happened was is after I did that calculation, I showed them, okay, if you guys don't do anything, and this account averages 8% a year, you're going to have thousand dollars of a 100% taxable account. Fully taxable. Fully taxable if you do not do a Roth conversion. And so that really hit home with them because it's easier to pay tax on 100000 than it is on 700000 so that's why a younger person really ought to look at this, maybe. Well, they've got more oh, time. Yeah. More, that, more time more to time. do that, for it, sure. And less money, maybe, absolutely. at that particular point. And the, the, one of the big things is, too, is if you have your job and you've got income to help pay those taxes, then it's a good time, potentially, to do a Roth conversion, depending on your tax status. Um, because what happens is, um, if you're retired, 
Well, you're living on a fixed income at that point for the most part, and so it's harder to pay those taxes if you do a Roth conversion. Gentlemen, thank you for being on the show this morning. Thank you, Harold. Thanks for having us. Always, always fun. Good to, to see you, Mustafa. Yes, sir. Yeah, good, good to see you guys, too. And tell Vivian hi. You I guys sure will. Tell I'll, her she's got to get will. She says I'll tell her Mustafa she, says hi. There you go. <laughs> Uncle Mustafa. Uncle Mustafa. And for the audience out there, that's... Uh, that's my daughter. Brother's that's new daughter. Baby, that's brand new, new baby. Daughter. Brand new baby. She's, a, she's like a month and a week. Wow. <laughs> she's a little one. Very very cute little girl. She is. Yeah. I think she does take after Brian a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> my <laughs> wife, you probably. <laughs> so that's going to wrap up our segment today. And again, Brian and Thanks Riley back from, with Advanced Financial Strategies on our program this morning. Time Merry now. Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's yes. the point. Merry yeah. Christmas. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.